Fans, welcome to another edition of the WrestleGeddon Podcast. I am one of your awesome hosts, Christopher Matthews, joined by your other two hosts, Garrett G. Moneymon and the Tennessee Jesus Paul Cross. And we are on that road to WrestleMania. We got a uh, quick little AEW pit stop this week on the Revolution. Tell us what's going on. Been hanging out with Garrett down here in Florida. Uh, Garrett called me up and was like, "Hey, man, uh, my dad's getting really old, uh, getting kind of wrinkly. Uh, I want to look for a place for him to retire to." Uh, so we've been down here in Florida, man, trying to find a you know a place for his dad to move when. Uh, he finally retires, and uh, been been going pretty nice, except for we stopped at a Cracker Barrel and we smelled something. We thought people were smoking weed, but then like we saw like a creature that looked like almost like Bigfoot, and I think me and Garrett might have seen the skunk cave that's down here in Florida. Yeah, it was it was it was something. I've heard I've heard stories about that skunk ape. Yeah. Some pretty nasty stuff. I don't know about you guys. Like just everywhere. Like yeah, random man. shit all the time. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> Garrett's dad is getting old and you know, starting to get wrinkly, so you know. <laughs> yep. Yeah, he's uh he's definitely getting up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's an old old man. Yeah. Oh man. Speaking of uh old man. I don't know where I was going with that, but <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> random shit. So <laughs> speaking of old man. I was I trying to transition in, like, <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of old man, Prince died. Oh, God. Yeah, not a a good transition. (laughs) I think that's probably my worst one ever. (laughs) All right, let's get into a random band entrance theme. Let's hit it. I'm going to have myself. Who the hell put this on? So random. For fuck's sake. Oh, man. Awesome. All right. This week we had Prince. Prince. Some good stuff this week. All right. I'll let uh, one of you guys go first. Whoever wants to. I'll let Carl go first since he, he has a pick he wants. No, like I'm the one. I have like five songs to choose from. Uh, yeah. No, I'll go first. Uh, all, right. all right. So I picked uh, Chaos and Disorder. If you haven't heard it, uh, I suggest looking it up and uh, listening to it. It's a good song. Uh, it's more of like a, a rock genre song than, you know, some of the print stuff you may have listened to. Awesome, awesome, good stuff. Uh, I went with uh, 
a little bit of old school here. Taking it back to uh, 1989 off the Batman soundtrack, I picked a uh, Party Man. Nice, nice. That's like the the third song you pick up the Batman track, isn't it? <laughs> 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 that whole that whole bat that first Batman soundtrack, the entire soundtrack was Prince, <laughs> except for like the opening credits. <laughs> so. uh, I love that. Uh. Well, uh, I guess I'm the only one that's going to pick a popular uh, song that everyone knows. Uh, and I'm just going to pick uh, Let's Go Crazy. That's a good song. Hell yeah. I'll come, I'll come out to the ring and it'll start playing. And I'll turn around and I'm like, let's go crazy. Come on. Super crazy <laughs> comes out. i'm super i'm crazy i'm super crazy he did uh, a cover of uh like i didn't want to do a cover but he did a cover of a whole lot of love i started to pick a live cover i don't know if he recorded on the album but I remember seeing it on one of his concerts on YouTube. Awesome. Or like Prince's house was like had microphones in like every room and he has like so much freaking like stuff like music just recorded. Like yeah. in a vault. Or at least it was in a vault in his house. And um I don't know if you guys heard like Kevin Smith talked about it on one of his like his old podcast where he got hired by Prince to film a documentary uh-huh. and he um, he filmed the entire documentary and then realized he didn't have any film in the camera like by the time that they were done and um, Prince's manager just told him like yeah no just go ahead and you know put the put whatever inside Prince's vault like he's never going to look at it anyway <laughs> it's never going to get released <laughs> Yeah, the only thing I know about Prince, the only thing I know about Prince's house is he's really good at basketball, and he'll make you pancakes after. That cat can ball. Yeah. Ball. Game. Blouse. I missed that. Another person died way too young. Charlie Murphy, man. Yeah. Love Charlie Murphy. They could have just did a spinoff with like Charlie Murphy's like true Hollywood stories and it'd been perfect. Yeah. 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 Awesome. All right. Let's uh hop over to the wrestling figure of the week. This week hasn't been posted social media yet, but it will be up there um at some point tonight. Um, but we're looking at the Ruthless Aggression series 34 from 2008. Mickey James, the hottest MILF in wrestling. Pretty awesome. Done by, uh, of course, Jack Specific. Good stuff there. That's a really do solid. You wanna do, do you want to do the random uh, band artist for next week? Do you want to oh, know yeah. who it is? Shit. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about uh, that. <laughs> no, you're good. Uh, young Jeezy is here. Who? Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. Jeezy. 
Okay. You know Jeezy, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I know who it is. I've heard the name. Curse. I didn't listen to any of his music. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I've listened to some music. Every time I do it, I do it for the Nope. Every time I do it, I do it for your hood. Counting fifties on the table, hundreds on the floor. And I love it. Or I put on for my city. On, on for my city. I might have heard that one. My president is black. My Lambo is blue. And I oh, be guy okay. at the rims ain't too... All right, I was like, I know y'all know at least one song. Oh, I knew just about all the ones you started singing. <laughs> yeah, I remember that one. Oh, God awful. Okay. <laughs> Dude, he's your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> he's, your favorite, he's your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. He's Little Wayne's favorite rapper? Yeah. Uh, Lil yeah. Wayne. Your favorite rapper's favorite rapper? It's Lil Wayne and my favorite rapper, dude. <laughs> oh, awesome. All right. <laughs> young Jeezy it is. This should be interesting. Hey, I'm in Young Jeezy. Trying to take it easy. If you're looking for me, I'll be on the block. Soul Survivor. Never heard that? Because I'm nope. right. Yep. Uh, all right let's uh let's jump over to the news this week uh we've got some stuff in here some interesting stuff some bullshit stuff um we got a uh, sonia deville arrested in new jersey on a uh, weapons charge at least she um, was trying to uh she's trying to kill adam pierce because she wasn't getting her way <laughs> Um, apparently she has a conceal conceal and carry permit in Florida. Um, but you know, that doesn't hold up in New Jersey. So they, uh, they said, you know, now she's carrying two straps. (laughs) 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 Oh yeah. So that was the, the big thing there. So like she has a registered weapon in the state of Florida. And of course that's due to the, uh, the sick fuck that was like stalking her house when her and Mandy were living together. Yeah, her and Mandy still live together, but yeah, I mean that was some it was some bullshit. Like yeah. New Jersey and New York's got like some dumbass gun laws yeah. for much fucking crime they have. <laughs> yep, <laughs> oh, it's freaking ridiculous, but yeah, just complete bullshit stuff with that. No. Uh, what else we got? King and Queen of the Ring are returning this year, but they will be held in Saudi Arabia. Ooh, all right. I'm just, like, if they do, like, I just want them to do it right. Like, have the tournament matches, like, on the actual event and not, you know, like, your semifinals, but maybe, like, your quarterfinals, your semifinals, and your finals instead of, like, doing, like, just the finals. Like, I started to uh, say something, but then it was like, I was like, ah, I'll probably be racist. I probably won't say that. <laughs> <laughs> but I was going to say the 
the theme for King of the Rings is in Saudi Arabia should be the Prince Ali song from Aladdin. Prince Ali, Oh, yeah, that's. <laughs> that might be that might be a gray area. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> oh, what else we got? WWE filed some trademarks for Zack Ryder and Ezekiel Jackson. Like <laughs> I can I can kind of understand the Zack Ryder one, but Ezekiel Jackson. Yeah, man. I died laughing when I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like Ezekiel Jackson? <laughs> I liked that. Ezekiel Jackson when he was on the like when he was there. Like he was pretty decent. And then like of course he was in Lucha Underground. Was it Big Rick was his name in Lucha Underground? Yeah. Something um, like that. Yeah, it was something. Oh. But like why why trademark Ezekiel Jackson of like all all Maybe, things? Maybe he's coming back to join back? uh join uh the Herb business. Or the YSA. He's coming back. <laughs> or the Wyatt 8 or whatever it's going to be when it's all said well back. honestly he'd probably be more entertaining to watch in Omos so. I don't know that's just that's kind of an odd trademark to begin with <laughs> maybe they want to make another figure you don't know yeah, maybe who knows or maybe he's going in the game Ugh. Oh, man. All right. Uh, I'm getting bored just thinking about this one. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) The bullshit this week. The Wrestling Observer newsletter released their awards, fan voted awards. Apparently, I'm doing air quotes. You can't see it, but fan voted um, Wrestling Observer. You didn't vote, vote, Chris? Come on, man. No, I don't pay $12.99 a month for Meltzer's bullshit. Me, Dave Melzer, who takes your intake and shoves it up (laughs) straight up your ass. Yeah, vote Gary. I thought we voted. After he shines, oh, we voted, but turns it sideways. You think I picked what some of this bullshit is that got picked? picked They must have that kind. They must have colluded with uh, what was it? Was it Atlanta or something? Supposed to be adding ballots or something? (laughs) Back in the last (laughs) like. Dude, the promoter of the year for me, I picked the dude, the the dude that promotes uh, GCW. I mean, that was that was my promoter of the year right there. But you know, God for fucking bid, you know my my vote counts. Oh, well, you know who I voted for? <laughs> Vince McMahon. Goddamn Tony Khan. Tony Khan's the promoter of the year. Promoter of the year, Booker of the year. Yeah, wrestler of the year. <laughs> Cokehead of the year, hottest diva. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I cannot. Like how, like AW, like twenty twenty two, like was some of was like a bad year for AEW. Like out of their like three years, like you had a steady decline in ratings. Like you had like. The the whole like media scrum after all out and Tony Khan's just sitting there like not saying shit is CM Punk is like berating your EVPs. 
Like I agree with what like, with a lot of punk said to begin with, but like that's just because I'm biased. But <laughs> and I'll admit that. Yeah. Um, but you know, you're the fucking boss. You're the owner of the company, and you're just sitting there letting one of your wrestlers berate your your EVPs. Like at that point, like the mic should have been cut off. Like and he's like, oh, we're done. Like type of thing. But they he just kept letting them going. So. Yeah, well, I don't know. The MJF was like a good thing. Like I'm glad the MJF is where he's at and where he needs to be. But yeah, um, for overall, like I don't. There's nothing that was booked on AEW that I'm like, oh man, this was great booking. Yeah, it's like if anything, they, uh, it, it, everything they were working towards kind of fell apart because everybody couldn't keep their ego in check. Yeah. And it's like one of the biggest things with AEW too. Like I know we complain about it quite a bit. Is like the inconsistent storylines, like constantly like starting stuff and then dropping it with no resolution or no you know reason for it. Yeah. The random ass pairings for tag teams, which are a hundred times worse than anything WWE's done. Like why why is Keith Lee and Goldust together? Okay. You know, they're doing this thing with Swerve and the Mogul affiliates, but it's just random. Like, Swerve just starts attacking Goldust for no reason. Or Dustin Rhodes. Like, it's... Like, what? what's the point of all that? So, yeah. You know, it's just so you can, you know, put, put things together. Like, put names like Wardlow and Samoa Joe. Like, War Joe, just so you can sell some t-shirts. Oh. So, and then the handling of the women's division is terrible. Like I'm concerned for Ring of Honor where that's going to go under Tony Khan. Like hopefully somebody else is handling booking and you know storylines for that one, and not just Tony Khan himself doing everything. So no, we'll see where that goes. But yeah, I see, Booker of the Year for like three years straight is just just stupid in my opinion. So. Yeah. I mean, what he should have done is he should have just handed the reins off to William Regal when he had a chance and let him yep. run the ring of honor. AW. You know what I mean? It's like, give him one of your shows. He, we saw the black and gold burn on NXT. We know how well it can be run. Absolutely. Like, that's what you should have done. Should have just given you his, but no. And you have half the talent from the black and gold NXT on your roster. Yeah. Yeah. Like, use them. Yeah. And that's that's a whole thing, too. Like, when we get into, like, I'm going to talk about now, the the ladder match. The face of the revolution ladder match. This commander dude, like, I don't really watch a lot of AAA. So this is the first time I've seen him. He was, you know, pretty impressive in the ring. But, like, why is this random-ass dude from, from AAA in this match when you have guys sitting on the sidelines that are being used, like Angelico, or, you know, I'd even take Serpentico in this match. Like, somebody on your actual roster could have filled that spot instead of bringing in a random-ass talent from AAA. And he's the same thing with the... down the forbidden door, Chris. Don't you get that? Door. That's why he's the booker. That's why can... he's the booker of the year. He you can take the doorknob from that forbidden door and shove it up his ass. He knocks down all these doors, okay? He has a relationship with every every wrestling organization there is, except for WWE. 
uh, he wouldn't have like that relationship that he's got with AAA if it wasn't for um, guys like Santana and Ortiz and Kingston who are tight with Conan. Same thing with Jericho, um, New Japan, like the new owners, like if it was still like the, you know, the previous owners of the company, there'd be no interaction with AEW New Japan at all. No, it's just because they, the new owners knew, hey, Kenny Omega draws money. So we need to work with AEW type thing. So, but yeah. And the same thing with the ladder match, like you brought in Aussie open, which like, I don't have a problem with it. I like, you know, I do have a problem with it, but I like Aussie open, but you have guys sitting on the sidelines again, tag teams that aren't being utilized in these matches. So uh, I got more on that. We'll get into that when we get into and some replay stuff. But um, the let's other thing, more, touch, let's get. Do you get any more of the what, who else won some awards that are stupid? Um, Mox Wrestler of the Year. Oh, what the? F- yeah. What yeah. the fuck? John Moxley, Wrestler of the Year. There was no, another. There wasn't another TK award you forgot about. You forgot about uh, best male bikini wear. Went to TK. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, John Moxley. Wrestler of the, wrestler of the year, John Moxley. One week on fucking TV without bleeding. Uh, don't get me wrong. I like I like John Moxley. Uh, I think he's a good wrestler. Uh he was good as a champion for AEW, but like this going off of last year alone, I I don't think you could say he was wrestler of the year, and I, I don't think he has like any match that was like close to being like match of the year or anything like that. Um, so that would be like a tough no for me. I don't know if he's even top five this year, but. You know, we could debate that another night or something. Well, I it's I don't know, like like what was what was the biggest thing in wrestling like throughout twenty twenty two? It was the bloodline. The bloodline is probably the biggest. I mean I'm not even a Roman Reigns fan, but I would but yeah, it was, it was So I mean like even some of the matches that Roman had weren't bad. Like they're a lot more entertaining to watch yeah. compared to most of Mox's matches on Dynamite. Like, dude, if he wouldn't like, have literally... injured, if he wouldn't gotten injured, you could probably argue maybe Cody returning to WWE. Yeah, um, was a big deal because uh, his three ma- matches with uh, Seth Rollins are pretty awesome. But then he got injured, and that kind of derailed a little bit. And now it's starting to pick back up. Uh, this year, so yeah, and that's that's the whole thing. Is like you know, like saying like Mox bleeds every week, like to local talent, like like these no name nobodies on AEW roster. I, I I don't have a problem with him bleeding. I just, I just like to me, I don't. Yeah, like it it should be something like because you know Dusty Rhodes didn't bleed on regular TV. Like he bled in those big pay per view matches, like to to sell like those big matches, those big feud blow off matches. I was gonna say to his be, forehead. That's what his forehead would say otherwise. Sport, but, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah. To to be fair to that 
characters. Like when Dusty Rose was on TV, like I don't think like you put blood on TV, so he didn't bleed. But in Pepper Views, but I would say he was probably bleeding like every night at fucking the regional territory. <laughs> but like you get what I'm saying. Like I think it. it yeah. To me, it sells the the finale of the feud i guess like especially yeah. if you're like a higher profile match like a steel cage match or you know a texas death match something like that like that should be what you're going for yeah, with but, you know the blood usage but i mean not, I mean, not, just, I mean, not, not necessarily not in a regular I mean, match was you a, was you a fan of sandman and yeah, you see that? Sandman was only bleeding for busting the damn beer cans over his head before he made it to the ring. I know, that's what I'm saying. So I'm thinking he's just trying to get like that tough guy, like, okay, I bleed type thing. Like, I don't have a problem with that. I'm just saying, like, overall, he wasn't the the wrestler of the year. Like, yeah, I, just, I don't think he was even close to being wrestler of the year. Like, you know, I don't recall a single match he had that was like, Oh, that's an awesome match. I can't recall a feud this year that was good with him because it seemed like he just like was just randomly wrestling people. Yeah, it uh, wasn't really like the only feud he really had was that first one with Hangman. Yeah, when he won the title off of Hangman, that was that was it. Like everything else was just like then when um, MJF beat him for the title. Like those are the only two like big feuds he had last year. Yeah, it really wasn't. But that's what. But that's what like feed feeds though. That's what I'm saying. No, they were right? just. Yeah, they're like it was like almost like a random fucking match. You know what I mean? Yeah, me personally, like wrestle of the year should have been Seth Rollins. Like, in all honesty, so. I mean, then I ain't that who I had. Or. I think so. Ain't that who I picked? I think that's who I picked. And y'all tell me I was full of shit. I think you picked Sami Zayn. I think so too. Yeah. Sami Zayn or um or Roman. I think you oh, picked Sami Zayn. Exactly. I think Garrett picked Garrett picked somebody. Okay, I don't know who I picked. If we're going on huh? just like wrestling, the dude I don't know who I picked. <laughs> like if we're looking at this, we have to start a wiki or something for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> if we're just looking at like wrestling ability alone, like as far as like who had. Like the better matches, like between like, yeah, Seth the, Rollins. Know, it's like I'd I'd put Rollins up there, number one for that. Yeah, yeah, Seth Rollins had the the better matches out of the year. He had uh, matches with Cody. Um, um like he the, had. Go ahead. Huh. I was gonna say like the stuff with Austin Theory that started towards the end of the year. Yeah, had Austin Theory stuff. Um. Um, what did he um? He had the didn't he have one match? He had a match with uh, um, uh, fucking um, Matt Riddle, uh, Matt Riddle stuff. Oh yeah, the Riddle, yeah, the Riddle feud was really good. Yeah, and those matches were pretty good too. Yeah. Oh man, awesome! Yeah, I was trying to pull up the other ones, but like the one I found that has like the full list is on Reddit, and it keeps giving me like fucking pop ups and 
shit. Yeah. But yeah, Matt, the Matt Riddle feud was pretty good too because it kind of like, you're like, are they shooting at each other? Because, you know, they brought up a lot of personal stuff. And it was yeah. it was pretty good. Uh, I think one of the other ones is like, um, match of the year was like Okada and, um, I can't remember who that freaking one was, but it was like a recent, um, recent yeah. match. Yeah, I think match of the year probably at the, to me, would probably go Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes, uh, Hell in a Cell. Cell match is great. Um, then they did um yeah tag team of the year was FTR, which I don't I, I don't have no problem with that. that. So, yeah, FTR yeah. had a great twenty twenty two. That was probably one of the best years they've had. Yeah. And then the FTR versus the Briscoes was probably match of the year tag team. Yeah, that actually was um tag team. I think feud of the year or tag team feud of the year. I can't remember what the category was for that one. Uh, yeah, Briscoe was in FTR. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, that's just a few of them. There's like a whole bunch of like random ass shit on there. So yeah, but yeah, I don't know. That it seems like he's in love with John Moxley and Tony Khan. Yeah, uh, like anything that's yeah. not WWE, pretty much. or his fans, or it, and that's weird because like if, if if your fans are the one that's voting for that, like I don't know, I. If we we did like a Russell Getting podcast poll and like our friends were like John Moxley was the wrestler of the year, I would be disappointed and probably like quit the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> like, man, I like to say, like, <laughs> honestly, I like to say that you know we're not biased towards one company or the other. Like we pretty yeah. much watch everything. Like we're quick to call out, you know, each every company on their bullshit. So, I mean, it's just that, like, AEW gets the most criticism <laughs> because of the stupid shit that they do. And, you know, you look at last year, like, WWE was getting, we were calling out WWE for their bullshit. Yeah. So, and, and I, mean, remember, I remember when NXT, NXT was our favorite show, and we're like, yeah, nothing's yeah. better than fucking NXT. And then now we're like, NXT, NXT's kind of shit. Uh, you know, it's, we, Praised AEW when they first started, they were doing well. I think losing Cody Rhodes hurt them a lot. Uh, Absolutely, because evidently he was a big driving force behind what their brand was doing. Because the little nutheads they got doing it now don't seem to know what the hell they're doing. It's the same thing with NWA. We used to praise the shit out of NWA, and then they just dropped the COVID. ball. COVID yeah. just took it out. Yep, took out their momentum, and then, like, when they came back, like, I mean, I get some of the decisions that, you know, Corgan made, but, you know, putting that title on Tyrus was not a good decision. <laughs> oh, Tyrus is not a, a champion, so. No. That's just, that's just me. I, I understand you're trying to get the exposure from his, you know, you know, his political stuff on Fox News because he takes a title, you know, on air with him, but. None of those people are going to fucking tune into NWA wrestling. So that's not the demographic you're going after. So, Oh, all right. Let's uh, move over to instant replay. 
talk a little bit about the uh, happiness going on this week. Um, since we already started in with AEW, let's just continue with that. Um, <laughs> Dynamite. Uh, we had Orange Cassie and Big Bill. Can can we just uh, say Dynamite kind of sucked? It did suck. That's what I'm, I'm getting <laughs> it all the way now. So. <laughs> also, uh, Rampage is live tonight, just FYI. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because they got pay-per-view. So they're usually live before, like the Friday before the pay-per-views. So. Yeah. I'm watching a awesome. 12-year-old girl uh, in the ring. She's just won her match. Oh, Rio. Rio won a match? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, fantastic. All right. Um, so Orange Cassie and Big Bill, Big Cass, W. Morrissey, whatever the hell you want to call them. Um, anything is better than Big Bill. That's a shit-ass name. So, <laughs> Big Bill. Sorry. It's like, like I'd prefer Big <laughs> Bubba. So, Big, 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 Bill. Big, Big Bill sounds like a guy that's going to sell you fucking couches, uh, like a used couch furniture. So, like, Come on in to Big Bills. We got couches. We got love seats. We We've got, got heart shape. We've got those heart shaped beds with the mirror above them. <laughs> they should have just called him Big D and made, called, made it a day. Yeah, pretty much. Call him Big D. Uh, I, I did not like this match at all. Like, no. there is no way. Like, I love Orange Cassidy. Like, I enjoy Orange Cassidy. Um, I know. But, <laughs> like, oh, I, just the whole dynamic was off on this match. Like, Big Bill should have dominated more of this match than what he actually did. And, like, you should have got the, the typical, like, underdog, like, roll-up victory or surprise, like, pin-type thing instead of Orange Cassidy hitting, like, five orange punches and um, calling it a day. To, I don't know. Just, just didn't do it for me. But. Uh, the match was pretty shit. Uh, we talked a little bit about the face of the revolution ladder match. Um, so, uh, speaking of that, I thought that when they first announced this match, I thought mm-hmm. that uh, Eddie Kingston and Ortiz were in it, they were, but they spent the entire time outside the ring fighting to the point where all the referees had to separate them. And then they were like gone from the match. Oh, I guess I didn't see that part of the match. Yeah, like I just, they, didn't, when, I just didn't even when see that match like, started. They went right after each other. And which uh, did you? Well, I don't. I don't. I know there was a segment where Eddie Kingston like left the ring, like he just like yeah. left the building. Yep. Uh, did you hear where he went? Ring of Honor. Yeah. Woo. Showed up in a. Uh, one after Cesaro, so or Claudia, yeah, Claudio Casanova, yeah, yeah. Everybody's like, you know, they showed that thing on on air with him, like on their social media, like I quit AEW, and everybody's like, oh, Kingston's going to WWE. Kingston is not going to WWE. WWE is not going to hire Eddie Kingston. I'm sorry. Like as much as they his should. promos are awesome, he's not they that should. good in the ring. So he's decent. He's decent, know. but he's not like he'll be like lower. He's he'll better. be like a fucking Brooklyn Brawler he, in WWE. 
He's better than some of the uh, talent that WWE's had. Or currently has. Like, he's better than Omos. Well, yeah. Everyone. And Omos. I, was say, hey, I, was say, I think I could wrestle a match better than Omos. <laughs> I mean, he's getting I mean, better, but right now... Well, Kevin, up. Kevin Nash couldn't even help Omos. Like, that's... <laughs> I mean, there, there is not much that can be done with him. So, but I think Kingston would be a solid manager. Like, that's pretty much what he did in Impact. Like, he was the mouthpiece for LAX. Like, he didn't wrestle that often. Like, unless they were doing, like, a six-man tag or something like that. But he was he was a solid mouthpiece for LAX. So, I don't know. Um, Powerhouse Hobbs actually uh, won the, uh, the giant Sonic the Hedgehog ring. And, uh... We'll get his chance to take on whoever comes out victorious between Samoa Joe and Wardlow on Dynamite next week. No, it's on. It's I thought it was at Revolution. No, no, next week on Dynamite. Okay, I swear it was. Oh, you're saying? Wait, I thought Joe and and Joe and Joe and Wardlow are wrestling at Revolution. Okay, Hobbs will take on the winner on Dynamite. Gotcha. But uh, yeah, my biggest gripe with this matchup, besides having random ass people in there, the refs and the ladder. Oh, took so much away from it. Every every big moment. I don't understand why they just couldn't take a minute and go get another fucking ladder. Oh yeah, at the end it was bad. All yeah. right, all all the refs, I need you to come in the ring. This 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 is broken. We need you to hold the ladder so that Hobbs can very clearly be the winner. And that's the thing is like if you saw that on TV with WWE, like fans would be bitching and complaining about it left and right. But and like AEW, AEW, they don't AEW marks are defending it, which I understand. Like the ladder's broken, you don't want the guy to fall and injure himself. Okay, I get that, but you could have taken like you know the minute that it would have taken or two minutes or whatever to just grab another ladder. Like we could have done without you know seeing an orange Cassidy promo or, you know, whatever again. So like there stuff that they could have done to, to make up for that instead of having all the refs in there. And like, and if that happened in WWE, you would never see the refs on camera. Like they would cut away or they would keep it on the, the talent on the ladder. So just the overall production value. So that's what it boils down to. But I'm glad Hobbs won. Like, he definitely needs a push. So. I don't think he's going to take the, the TNT title off of whoever wins that matchup unless, like, they plan on Joe dropping it. But I think I think Wardlow's going to take it from Joe this weekend. But we'll get into that when we get into our um our picks here for Revolution. Uh, the Casino Tag Battle Royal. Orange Cassie and Dan House. Dan Housen pick up the win on this one, replacing Chuck Taylor and Trent because they ended up getting jumped prior to the match. I don't understand why we needed Orange Cassidy and Dan Housen in this match. And honestly, the Butcher and the Blade should have won. Hell yeah. Because, like, like, I honestly thought, like, Butcher and the Blade were going to win because they were hyping up. 
Butcher and the Blade when they were coming to the ring for that battle royal. Like they're talking, like you know, Butcher and the Blade are like the you know the most dangerous, and you know these battle royals, like the Butcher is eliminating you know seventeen people on his own. So I mean, it's like you're hyping these guys up, and they just get eliminated by Danhausen with like no problem. So. Oh, it's frustrating, but that's that's your Booker of the Year right there, baby, Tony Khan. Chris is as mad as he didn't think of it. That's such a great booking. The only the only bright spot from Dynamite was the uh, the Brian Danielson promo, him and uh, um, MJF. So. That's probably probably the best part of the night. Uh, see, let's jump back over to Raw. Um, freaking match of the night, or probably match of the week so far. Cody Rhodes and Chad Gable. Yeah. That was an awesome match. Gable sold the shit out of that crossroads. Everybody was like, that was so dangerous. Cody botched the move. Chad Gable, I'm uh, like Gable's the one that did that. Like, yeah, Cody. So, <laughs> no, but um, rumor has it is that um, they're gonna be breaking up Alpha Academy. Um, looks like Otis is gonna be going with the the maximum male models, and uh, Gable's in line for a more uh, serious um push. Uh, I can. Deal with that, so no more uh, shush, please, and a thank yous. Oh, so that was pretty solid. Uh, let's see another big spot from Raw. Uh, Becky Lynch and Lita are your new women's tag team champions, eating uh, damage control with some uh, a yeah. little bit of help from Trish Stratus. Yeah, it was kind of weird. It's like this is seems like it was only done for WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, at some point, Becky and uh, Lita end up dropping them to um, Ronda and Shayna. I, I mean, it makes sense because you're not going to have two heel teams um, wrestle each other for a title. So, I mean, it makes sense. Uh, Give them to Becky and Lita to drop them to Rhonda and Shayna. That seems to be the the direction that they're going here. Probably after WrestleMania. Or at WrestleMania, WrestleMania, they could have them do night two. Uh, Because I don't see them leaving Rhonda off the uh, WrestleMania card. No. Just doesn't make sense. This is arguably like the biggest name in your women's division, so why would you leave her off your biggest show? Yeah. I mean, she's not the best wrestler, but she's the probably the one everybody knows and yeah. Name recognition. Absolutely. Awesome. So that was uh some of the bright spots from wrestling this week. Uh, but we got revolution coming up. Uh, Sunday night. So let's go ahead and take a look at the the card for that, and give you our uh, picks here. As Garrett 
comes in as defending Russell Geddon and Predictions champion. I need you to say it like the girl says Roman Reigns entrance. <laughs> yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> I just love when she goes, undisputed. Like, okay, okay. She you is understand. a fantastic ring announcer. Oh, yeah, I know. She's awesome. she She's really great. So I like her. She's like up there with like Tony Schimmel and um, I think she really like puts her soul into that. So <laughs> awesome. All right. Um, I don't really, s- they didn't add anything so far on rampage for this pay-per-view did they? They added a zero hour match. If you don't have it on there. Oh, that's uh pre-show. Yeah. What was that? I'm- it was the varsity athletes in Arya Davari versus the Lucha Bros and uh, Mark Briscoe. This is tomorrow? Yep. Uh, Sunday. 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 Yep. Sunday, Sunday. I don't know why they're doing it on Sunday. Like, everyone, all the wrestling. Uh, just, uh, just the, there's a reason they're doing it on Sunday. Oh, it's tomorrow. There's a huge UFC fight this Saturday. Oh, why would you do it on the same weekend as a UFC fight? They probably didn't know. Oh, they know. Yeah. Okay, so it was Bari. So I take it the Varsity Blondes are done since they uh, have a new team called Varsity. I guess. I mean, when's the last time you've seen uh, uh, is it Griff Garrison? Yeah. It's crazy. I remember that. And Pillman. I haven't seen Pillman on there in a while either. Pillman's been, been, on there, been, on, been on there not as long ago. <clears throat> All right, I think I got everything now. I think it's a given who's winning that match. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. all right, so let's kick it off here. We'll we'll just do the pre-show match, um, which will come down to the tiebreaker. So it is, uh, of course, our Varsity varsity athletes taking on the Lucha Bros and Mark Briscoe. Uh, Garrett is defending champion. You can uh, go ahead and pick first. Uh well obviously they're not gonna have Mark Briscoe lose so yeah I'm taking the Lucha Bros Mark Mark Briscoe I'm uh doing the same taking that given uh let's see Jungle Boy Jungle Boy and Christian was there a stipulation for this matchup? There, there is. It is well. So it's funny when they first announced it, they had it as like a no holds barred match, but now it's a uh, all holds uh, barred. Uh, I, I'm <laughs> guessing it's gonna be a uh, 
Uh, what is it called? Is it a buried alive match? Whatever the hell they're called. But it's not what it's called. Are they burying? It's like in the to. Dirt? It's like to what? the grave or something like that. So basically, it. they're doing a buried alive match, but calling it something else. Yeah, I think that's what they called it. it was to the grave. Um, yeah, because that was kind of weird. Like the promo that they had was, um, well, Christian was doing his promo. They showed a video of Jungle Boy like digging a grave. They had a uh, Christian Cage's tombstone on there. Yeah. Oh, awesome. All right. So, Carl, you got Jungle Boy. Uh, Garrett, who you got? Mm. That's tough. But I think it doesn't make sense to not pick Jungle Boy. But I want Christian Cage to win. Yeah, but I'm going to pick Jungle Boy. Going with uh, Jungle Boy as well. Dude, Garrett's going to copy me the whole damn card. Yeah, we can't have you win. Uh-huh. <laughs> Carl has said you're just going to pick the same shit as him. <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah, so you don't win. <laughs> I mean, you don't want to win first. All right, AW Tag Team Championship. The Guns defending against the Acclaimed. Uh, Triple J, uh, Jeff Jarrett, and Jay Lethal. I don't know why Jeff Jarrett's name was missed off of here. Shit balls. I'm going to take the acclaimed. And uh, OC and Danhausen, Orange Cassie and Danhausen. Uh, Carl's picking the acclaimed. Uh, Garrett, who you got? Uh, I think the guns are going to retain. That's going to retain. It's kind of rough. I don't see Lethal and Jarrett taking the titles. I definitely don't see Orange Cassie and Dan Housen. Um, this got me again, Chris. Oh, man. I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go the guns. Claimed. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, think, I think the guns are going to hold on to them for a little longer. All right, Chris Jericho versus Ricky Starks with JAS banned from ringside. I think this is, isn't this a no DQ match? Uh, is it just them banned from ringside? I think, I think they're it's just banned from ringside. I'm taking Chris Jericho. I'm taking uh, Flex Cabana. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I am also going with Ricky Starks. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think so you think Tony Khan is going to book Ricky Starks and win after he's been showing up to all these WWE events? Yep. <laughs> I think so. All right. Uh, TNT Championship match. The king of television, Samoa Joe, defending against Wardlow. 
give me Wardlow. I'll take some other two. Right. I'm uh I'll go with Wardlow on this one too. I think he I think he regains that TNT title. All right, what else we got here? AW Women's Championship Triple Threat Jimmy Hater defending against Soraya and Ruby Soho. Uh, Ruby Soho. Ruby, 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 Ruby Soho. Um, I think Hater's going to retain. Hater's going to retain. I really think Tony Khan's going to put the title on Soraya. For some reason, it just seems like the thing the Booker of the Year would do. Yeah, buddy. Booker of the Year. All right, AW Trios Championship, the Elite versus the House of Black. Give me the Elite. Which was like a pointless promo on Wednesday. Uh-huh. I'm going to pick the House of Black. Is this a uh, NBA like tip off match? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take the House of Black too. <laughs> uh, so I'll take House of Black as well. I can see them taking the titles off the Elite. So somebody has to. Ah, uh, Texas Death Match: John Moxley versus Hangman Page. Give me Moxley. And bonus points. How many minutes into the match does Moxley start bleeding? Uh, I'm thinking uh, Hangman to win. And I think that uh, Moxley will bleed before the match starts. (laughs) Like before the the match, like the belt officially rings or? Yes. Before? Okay. <laughs> Carl, what'd you say? No, I was trying to figure out what Garrett was talking about when he was saying I mean, before the match starts. Oh, you said did you say seven minutes? Yeah, I said seven minutes. Okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, man, this is a tough one. I'm gonna go with Hangman. I think Hangman needs to win. So I'm gonna go. You think Hangman needs a win? I think Hangman needs a win. Yeah. <laughs> That's not what you said. Oh, you said Heyman. <laughs> I said Hangman. Oh, I heard Heyman. I was like, man, <laughs> Heyman needs a win. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to take the over. I'm going to go 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm probably going to be like super wrong on that one, but. <laughs> Garrett will probably end up being the right one. <laughs> <laughs> you won't uh, even get out of the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
Share that for the arena, bleed. I just figured I'd save myself the trouble. So let's start now. <laughs> oh, that way we don't get it on camera. <laughs> Me blading myself. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, 60 minute Iron Man match. MJF defending against Brian Danielson. I'll take MJF. MJF. I think um, pretty much we're all going with MJF. I just don't see honestly Danielson taking the title off of him. Like, I know we've said numerous times. Like, I know I have. Like, I think Wardlow's going to be the one that actually takes the title off of him. It's got to, it's like the best option to go with. All right. So there we have it. So, of course, we'll get you the results of this next week, and uh, we'll see if Garrett retains his championship or if we crown a new WrestleGeddon Predictions champion. All right. Awesome stuff here. All right. Kind of put things around here a little bit, just uh, break some stuff up. So, uh, Wrestler of the Week this week, um, I had the pick for that one, and I went with Mankind. Good old Mick Foley, Mrs. Foley's baby boy. Um, and I picked the uh, Undertaker versus Mankind Buried Alive from October 20th, 1996. The first Buried Alive match in WWF. That was a pretty good match. That was a great match. Awesome stuff there. And, of course, the uh, I actually found that one on YouTube from WWE's official YouTube page. The entire match is on there, so we'll have that in the uh, episode description for you all. So you can check that out as well. Just a little quick, so you don't have to do any searching for it. Um, or if you got the cock, you can find it on the cock. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> probably edited. So. All right. Awesome stuff there. And uh, let's go ahead and get into it. G Money's overrated, underrated this week. What you oh, got for us? Let me, let me pull it up. Hold on. Oh, God. Excuse me while I whip this out. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so Carl, I'll preface this by telling you, I told Chris that I put a person in this group that I have absolutely no idea who it is, so I hope you guys do. I'm just <laughs> saying. <laughs> I must, uh, I, I'll save it for last. I didn't put it last, but I'll save it for last. All right. So, number one on my list is Just Incredible. Underrated. Rightly rated. My women's wrestler is Zalina Vega. Rightly rated. I definitely say underrated because they don't, she doesn't get to wrestle that often. She's actually pretty solid in the ring. Uh, tag team is none other than the butcher and the bleed. Definitely underrated. Under underrated. Right. Uh, my my uh my commentator talent this week is uh one Josh Matthews. Overrated. Yeah, I'm gonna go overrated. He kind of annoys me. <laughs> and and, it, and he's married to Madison Rain, which kind of annoys me even more. 
right. And the wrestler, I have no idea who it is, is Nick Bockwinkle. Nick Bockwinkle? <laughs> you don't know who that is? <laughs> no idea. I saw the name. was like, this is great. I know they're going to know who this is. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh. Uh. Huh. So I'll I probably go right with like, it. I really haven't seen like a lot of. I've I've seen some, not like a lot, like a few matches, but I would I'd probably go same as Carl and say rightly rated. Yeah, oh, I mean he wasn't. What? I don't think he done anything incredible, but yeah. There, so so Carl, there was a tag team that I was gonna do, but I wasn't sure if I, I figured you would know who it was, and I figured Chris probably would too. Let's see if I can find it real quick. Uh. Uh, but I was like, you know what? I, I won't. I won't do this. And uh, <laughs> the other tag team I was gonna pick was the gangsters. <laughs> the gangsters. The gangsters. Yeah, Mustafa yeah. and Nuke Jack. Yeah, yeah. I was, yeah. I was dying. Yeah. I was dying when I saw. It. I was like, oh, it's it's Carl's guy. Yeah. It's Carl's guy. They, Ooh, hell yeah, really Ricky. Hell yeah, Ricky. Kick his ass. Beat him up. Oh, the the gangsters were were no one to fuck with in ECW. They were, or uh, Smoky oh. Mountain Wrestling. Yeah, I yeah. think in Smoky Mountain Wrestling, I think D'Lo Brown might have been with them too. I'm he not was. 100%. Yeah. He was. I don't know if he's like their manager or whatever. No, he was. Uh, he was a third member they added. I actually we looked into it a little bit, read some stuff. Okay. Did my yeah. homework. Yeah, they yeah. were. Uh, yeah, they're whew, brutal. So, yeah. I mean, you think New Jack by himself. So, add yeah, no. there too, and it's, yeah. So. Yeah. Oh. And, uh, and Smoky Mountain uh, Wrestling, I think, like, Jim Cornette was like, hey, I just want you to piss off as many white people as you can. New Jack. And New Jack knew all the, the right things to say. <laughs> Yeah, that that N word was flying. So from the those crowds in Smoky Mountain. So. <laughs> oh man, awesome! <laughs> All right, so let's go. Uh, go ahead. No holds barred this week. You guys got anything fun and exciting? Yeah, uh, fun, fun stuff. Awesome. All right, well you got this one. Uh. Speaking of, uh, I mean, I brought it up. UFC. You, you excited to see John Jones back in the in the ring, uh, Carl? I am excited to see John Jones. I think he's probably going to lose. Uh, he looks kind of fat. Yeah, I, I think he loses. But uh, man, I hope he wins. Though. You think he wins? I hope he wins. I don't know if he's going to win, but I sure hope he does. That'd be awesome. I love watching him fight. Yeah. The sad thing is, is I won't stay up enough to watch it because it probably won't come on until like twelve a.m., twelve thirty. It's yeah, they're they're the main events usually are like pretty late, unless like all the uh, uh, like other <laughs> fights are like short. Yeah. 
which usually isn't the case. And uh, the other stuff I was going to talk about is uh, you guys see they added uh, video games to the Olympics. Really? They did. Yes. If I can stay fit. <laughs> like VR I mean, games? I like video, ga- I like video uh, games. But yeah, no. Like hold on. I'll, I'll tell you what they were. Probably like fucking Call of Duty. Probably like. No, 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 no. Madden or something. No, 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 no. They were like actual like. Yeah, they were actual like things. Hold on, I got you. I'll tell you in a second. I saw them and did. I don't think I knew a single game to be honest. Um, <laughs> they're playing Qbert. Do <laughs> I can't find them. Like, oh, it's the, the Pong Championship of the world. <laughs> it's like, if they're going to add video games to the freaking Olympics, and they should be doing shit like Street Fighter, you know, something like that, or Tekken. Like, yeah. They should add video games to the Olympics, though. It's like, dude, it's not a fucking... All these, it's not. Uh, oh, eSports, you guys, it's like, it's not a sport. You can have fun, but I mean, we don't have fucking monopoly in the Olympics. You know what I mean? Fucking training are you doing to play Call of Duty? Like seriously, (laughs) I play Call of Duty. There's motherfuckers like shitting on themselves playing Call of Duty because you know they don't want to ruin their. (sighs) I don't remember what they were. I can't find it now. But it was like there were mostly mobile games, but like they were like driving games. They were like simple games that like you would have to have some sort of like you'd have to play it enough to be good at it. It was they were like weird random games. Oh, that's lame. I don't. I literally saw the list and I I did not know a single one of them. They were like the most like basic, boring mobile games. They should do uh, like Dr. Mario or Tetris. No, they should do like they should do like uh, Mario sixty four like like runs. Like you remember, like back in the day, like Nintendo used to have like the World Championships, and like they would like take yeah. that shit seriously. So, yeah, they used to have all kinds of like arcade tournaments. Yeah. And- Call machine tournaments. I remember the uh, my local uh, arcade used to do like freaking like Tekken tournaments. Like uh, every time a new every time a new Tekken pinball. game came out in the arcades. <laughs> pinball tournament. That's what they should be doing. Fucking pinball. Like <laughs> play some pinball at the end. Uh, what was the kid's name from uh, the who, uh, pinball wizard Tommy? I think so. I don't remember. Oh shit! Oh, man. Okay, I I I I found it. I guess. Okay. 
So they're basically all like like games that are sports, I guess is what I'm I'm reading here. Uh, so it's just archery, baseball, chess, cycling, dance, motorsport, sailing, taekwondo, tennis, but it's like virtual stuff. So they're uh, doing video game chess instead of actual chess. Correct. That's stupid. That's dumb as hell. <laughs> you know what's you can dumber literally than just that? get a wait, fucking wait, wait, chessboard. Wait, wait. You know what's dumber than that? The dance is just dance, and I'm not bullshitting. Just dance. <laughs> yes, it's just dance. Are you fucking kidding me? Just dance. There's no challenge in just dance. <laughs> now, now, okay. So motorsport, playing Gran Turismo, I could at least see because that you know it's basically the same thing as driving a car. No, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they might cars. have you use the car thing. You can use those. I, it's still not the same as driving a car. It's not. Have you ever been in a fucking car? Like, what's the fastest <laughs> yes. you ever no ever car. in a car? No, Carl. No, Carl. I've never been fa- in a car. <laughs> no, the- Carl. No, no. I was trying to rephrase my, my fucking question. <laughs> what's the fastest you ever driven in a fucking car? Uh, <laughs> I I don't I don't know. I might get in trouble for saying that. So I'll off. I should. Oh, your dad's gonna whoop your ass. Like he's probably he turned off after I called him home. Let's be real. Your dad don't listen to us anyway. So I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's the fastest you ever? Probably a hundred. Remember correctly. Okay. And then how fucking scared was you when you were driving the hundred? No, that's all right. He's all right? Okay. Nah, no. <laughs> no. Nah, I'm just fucking. Yeah, it's not my, the same. <laughs> got my Cavalier to 95 on I-95. <laughs> oh, on 95, I've been up to 140. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Oh man, that's like I still can't get over the chess thing. Like, yeah, it's just it's, it's literally just chessboard. It's chess.com. Yeah. I guess oh, it's my because uh, my assumption is going to be you don't have to be there. You just have to play. Uh, I don't know. I mean, what's the whole so, point of being in the Olympics, dude? I don't know. I just, and then, like, how they know they're not cheating if they're not there? Like, you're literally like. You know, especially like the Russians, they always teach and they probably have like 10 people at the computer. Uh, oh, yeah. Playing the one person in tests. Like, we swear to God we didn't cheat. <laughs> they were there to make sure the, the computer didn't come unplugged while the thing was going. Oh, man. That's so fucking dumb. <laughs> yep. Oh, awesome. All right. You guys got anything else or is that? Uh, I got a plug, but plug. I don't know if we want to do it now or this. Go ahead. All right, y'all. Um, March 18th at the Ward School, uh, my cousin, uh, the Vanilla Gorilla, Awesome Smith. Is making his MMA debut for Primal Combat. 
at the St. Patty beatdown. Uh, this is pretty exciting for him. Uh, the last two fights he had set up, the guys backed out at the last minute. Uh, so this guy is actually going through with it. So, you know, if you're in Tennessee near Hartsville, you want something to do March 18th, get your tickets at fighterticks.com. The Vanilla Gorilla. The Vanilla Gorilla. I I, I kind of back away from that name, too. like yeah you win i'm good <laughs> i don't even know what you look like but you call yourself the vanilla gorilla i'm done <laughs> yeah. oh, awesome so yeah definitely check that out so if you're a fan of mma and if you're in the area oh, good stuff there oh i got a couple things to throw in here uh mandalorian started season three this week Pretty psyched about that. Watch that first premiere episode. Pretty awesome. Not going to spoil it for anybody that hasn't seen it yet. Um, so I had that and the uh, Haunted Mansion, new Haunted Mansion trailer dropped, which actually looks pretty damn good. So, excited for that one, too. Disney just putting in work here. I uh, got a little bit of toy news. We got a couple things that popped up. We have a Amazon exclusive two pack. It's uh, Britt Baker and Jade Cargill. Um, obviously, repaints of previously previously released figures. Um, but Britt Baker will come with the women's championship, and Jade will, of course, have the TBS uh, title. Uh, these titles are freaking oversized and huge. Oh, <laughs> they just look awkward as hell. Um. Uh, other than that, like we're getting the TBS title, so I can't complain too much. Uh, Ringside Collectibles just threw up today um, a AEW Blood and Guts two pack. Um, these are at least one figure is not a repaint. Uh, we're getting CM Punk and MJF from their dog collar match. So these figures actually look pretty damn cool. Uh, the Blood and Guts line for Ringside and AEW is basically you know, bloody versions of the figures from their, um, of course, bloody ass matches. Um, honestly, I'm surprised they don't release a John Moxley every week with blood on his face. Uh, we've got Mattel, um, over on Mattel creations drop the, um, next in the Coliseum collection, two packs, which is uh, Jake, the snake Roberts and ravishing Rick rude. Um, Jake actually comes with an articulated snake. Articulated snake. Articulated snakes. It's actually uh, bendable, though, which is actually pretty cool. So, there. Got rude. Uh, Rick Rude will come with uh, his trademark uh, ravishing robe. So. Um, the cool thing with these figures, I'm kind of. I really want these feet. I want the Jake. Like I'm root actually looks pretty cool, but I'm more interested in the Jake Sink Roberts, but it's a two pack. Um, so get both of them. And the, the packaging is made to look like the old LJN figures, like the big rubber ones from back in the day. So that's actually pretty cool. Does, um, 
the Rick Rude tights have uh, Jake the Snake's wife on them? No, they're his um, just those uh purple tights that he wore with like the pink and the black stripes on them. Okay, I got you. Yeah. I think it's the um, it's the same tights that his like older figures, like his old Hasbro figure and his um, his LJN figure had on. So like they they try to do like the similar um similar looks from those old figures with these ones. So, like Jake is kind of uh the same of it as his uh LJN figure. Like the same tights and everything. So they look pretty cool. Head skulls look awesome on them. So pretty psyched for that. So definitely pick those up eventually no rush because the metal creation stuff doesn't sell out very fast so it's up there so that's the uh a little bit of figure news for you this week thrown in there to our no holds barred uh so let's go ahead uh kick it off your theme of the week garrett your pick what you got for us uh i decided to go with a wrestler we missed deeply and hope he uh comes back in the ring one day uh one jeff hardy and i picked one of his tna themes which is another me definitely uh wasn't the not the biggest jeff hardy fan i like matt more than i like jeff but i do i i I do hope he's doing a lot better Yeah. yeah i've always been a jeff fan Oddball out as usual. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I can't. My wife, like, my wife likes Matt Hardy more. I mean, my I'll wife's admit the same. With like, you she, loves, that, she loves Matt. Yeah. I mean, I'd admit with you, I do think Matt's the better, like, wrestler. No. No. Not even close. Not even yeah. close. Yeah. Oh, I think how, many, how many world championships does Matt Hardy? Oh yeah, the age-old question: Does championship matter? They do. Oh. I don't know. Look at William Regal. He's one of the best wrestlers on the planet and never held a title in WWE. I know, but you don't hold Five. a bunch of Campbell's like the Rock or Stone Cold. In ring ability, yes. It's better than both of them. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Oh, yeah. So, oh, God. No. All right. So we'll, we'll have this uh, discussion for another day. Not, we're going to be on here for another hour we'll and a half. Like, the next, like, 24 hours going back and forth with this. So. Don't, have a, don't hold a candle to the Rick Flair. Oh. Sean Michaels. And on that note. God. I will die on that hill. <laughs> <laughs> that is a hill I will die on. <laughs> well, you better get ready to die. Because, you know. <laughs> I like William Regal, but he he doesn't compare to the people I've mentioned. Ah, uh, oh, all right. 
on that note, uh, that's, that's going to do it for us for this week. Thank you guys for checking us out. Um, as always, make sure you like, share, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Make sure you hit us up on our social medias. Um, Russell Getting Pod on Instagram, Twitter, um, 1D on Twitter, 2Ds on Instagram, um, Facebook.com slash Russell Getting Pod. Go ahead and like and follow the page there. Uh, we're on TikTok as well. Don't have a whole lot up there, like recent stuff, but you can definitely check it out. Um, yeah, our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash for the collection. Just posted a quick little video, basically just rearranging my Ninja Turtles. My Ninja Turtle action figures. So, nothing too spectacular. You keep the blues with the blues and the reds with the red, the purples with the purple, the oranges with the orange. Uh, no. Damn. Well, I got sing, one chunk. You sing the one chunk. That's kind of like Ninja Turtle. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Going to like all three, all three theme songs. <laughs> awesome, good stuff. All right. Uh, we have for myself, Chris the Heat Matthews, Gary G. Money Mun, and the Tennessee Jesus Carl Crossland. This is episode 176 of the Wrestle Gather Podcast. Thank you guys again for listening. And we'll check y'all next week. Later, Marks. Bob Backlund's another wrestler that's better than me. Bob Backlund was a good wrestler. <laughs> I'm just trying to say stuff with Chris. Chris. I'm not what you should have said. You should have been like, Roman Reigns is better. <laughs> you pissed Chris off. Chris actually likes Roman Reigns. That's like his third favorite wrestler. Uh, what, what would have been the topper? Mox is a better wrestler than William Regal. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Bleeds a lot better. <laughs> it's not the only thing he does well. Ha, ha, ha.